All right, all right, all right. Mike, Mike, Mike. Check, check, check. All right. Yeah, there were some issues for a little bit, but it looks like we're all iry and good to go now. All right, what's up, everybody? This is Brave and the Grown Up Kid, a.k.a. Mikey Neptune, a.k.a. I had a whole list of them. Like, I had a bunch planned. Um, but, hey, listen, God works in mysterious ways, I guess. So, um, let's see. This I think this one is going to go ahead and going to be my... Uh, yeah, this will be the kickback, because there's something I've been wanting to get off my chest for a little bit. Um, as some of you may know, I was supposed to run a basketball tournament, a streetball tournament, um, about two weeks ago now i think it was yeah september 25th was when we were supposed to run that and um and as some of you guys may know we were also sponsoring a uh, a wrestling event that was uh shut down by police and the reason why i say we were supposed to is because obviously those things never happen or else i wouldn't be talking to you today about it you feel me so what i really want to talk about today was um Something I've been working on myself for about, probably since the top of the year, uh, maybe the end of last year, and um, it's it's the concept of betting on yourself, and what I mean by that is you kind of put your trust in yourself and putting your trust in what you can do. And seeing how far it goes. So, the reason why I wanted to start doing that, you know, I I, I have a lot of sports analogies because I played sports my whole life, right? You know. So, playing sports, um, one of the biggest things that they tell you about is, you know, the team. Um, and for the most part, yeah, you know, most team sports are about putting the team first and making sure that, you know, you, you, can, you can carry that. Um, in, in that you're there for your teammates and that you're, you know, you're not being a distraction or things like that for the most part. Um, of course we've seen that recently in team sports that, you know, guys like Kaepernick and, um, LeBron, um, they're kind of stepping outside of the team and they're fulfilling, you know, the things that they want to do, which is also fine. You know, the, the, these two things are kind of, um, not exactly, Similar to each other, you know, when you talk about social justice and when you talk about, you know, just on the court, kind of, you know, making it all about you. But unfortunately, in modern sports, you kind of have to do that in order to get paid. But this is not the point of that conversation. Um, but no, I grew up playing playing basketball. Basketball is my first love. I tell people all the time, man, basketball is my first love. That was the first thing that I was like, holy shit, like I, I can actually do this, you know, um, I was a big football fan, used to love watching the Bears, right? Uh, the Bears fucking sucked for most of my life, though. So when I was a kid, you know, we had Bulls stuff all over the place because I was born in 94 and the Bulls, you know, that was right after their first three-peat and then right before their second one. So, you know, basketball was fucking everything, man. I loved basketball. And um, eventually in high school, I had to had – I, I stopped playing. I quit the team because I was busting my ass – just day after day after day after 5 a.m. practice after, you know, 10 p.m. getting off the bus and walking home, you know, at like 15, 16. And I just gave up, man. I was like, listen, I'm not playing. I'm better than all these motherfuckers here and I'm not playing. Now this is fucking, I'm not doing this. Switched over to track, ran, uh, ran track full time after that. 
And um, that was kind of the first instance of like, okay, let me see what I can do if I would do things my way, right? And um, I still love basketball, still love, you know, the team aspect of, you know, of that game and five people working together to make, to you know, to reach a goal. And, you know, I've kind of been trying to do the same thing with Starving Artists. We just brought on, I think, like seven people. And I want it to be, you know, a team, a team atmosphere where everybody kind of builds up together, right? So... Um, so anyway, that, that's kind of where, where I was at for a while is just like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And, um, the event between the event and between the wrestling show, I wanted to see how far I could do things because I have a vision for the company and it, it, it kind it's almost an obsession at this point. Um, just about how like far I want to take this. You feel me? Like I don't want it to be something. I don't necessarily need to be, you know, Puff or, you know, Dre or anything like that, but I do want to be influential. Um, the, the, one of the founders of tap out skyscrape. If you guys remember tap out like way back in the day, like in like Oh three Oh four, uh, skyscrape. I know it wasn't skyscrape. Uh, skyscrape was the dude with the, yeah, Skyscraper was the dude with the hair. He had, like, really, really curly hair. Mask. Um, Mask was the dude who always had his face painted and shit. And then uh, Punk Ass was the guy with the beanie over his eyes. But Mask, he has a quote. And it says, in his last interview, and I cannot find it for the life of me. If anybody listens to this and finds it, let me know. Like, hit me up. And he says, I don't necessarily want to be the guy that touched a million people. I'd rather be the guy that touched the guy that touched a million people and mask died in like 2009, but that phrase has stuck with me ever since, you know, where I don't necessarily want to be, you know, the biggest thing to come out of Phoenix or the biggest thing to come out of Hawaii or, you know, may I'm, I'm considering a move to California soon. And like, I don't necessarily need to be the biggest thing out there, but if I can touch somebody who ends up, you know, affecting millions of people's lives, that's, that's worth it to me. That, that's, that's exactly what I'm looking for, right? So, the thing about the tournament and the thing about the wrestling event was that, like I said, I wanted to see how far I could take my vision. And, I'm gonna keep it completely real with you, they both failed. Um, the wrestling event is a little bit different, slightly different circumstances. That was not something that I run. That was something that um, a promoter that I really respect. Um, well, he's not just a promoter; he's a wrestler too. He's a, he's he's a badass. He's 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 cool as hell, man. Him and uh, I think his girlfriend, maybe fiance, don't know, partner. We'll just say partner. Him and his partner are doing some really dope shit, and um, highly recommend you check him out. MV Young, and I think her name is. I don't remember what her name is because she's, yeah, I don't remember, but Envy Young for sure. Um, definitely give him a look on Discord and on YouTube and Instagram too. So, excuse me, it's a, a little bit late here. It's about 940. So, um, so that event gets shut down and I'm like, okay, well, you know, no worries. You know, hey, listen, I, you were trying to do something dope as hell and it didn't work out. That's fine. That's not, you didn't. You, that's a failure in the sense of like, it did not succeed. You feel me? It's not like, he's not like a fucking loser, like a fucking, you know, do nothing or anything like that. It just, sometimes things don't work out and that's fine. 
as far as the basketball tournament, that was something that, you know, I kind of put on my shoulders and I wanted to do. And I paid hundreds of dollars to, you know, market it through Instagram and all these different things. And people weren't down with it. And I talked to my mom about it beforehand. And she told me like, hey, this is not going to work in, in the area that you're trying to make it work. And part of me knew that she was right. But I was like, fuck it. Let's find out. Like, you never really know. You know what I mean? So, like, sports gambling became legal in Arizona, like, two months ago. And that's the thing is that, like, you never really know. Like, we can think that, like, oh, Brady's going to throw for this many touchdowns or, you know, the Lakers are going to put up this many points or whatever. Like, we can think that. But we don't really know anything. Know what I mean? Like, we don't. We, we, do, we don't. And so... I was like, you know what? She's probably right, but fuck it. Let's just see what happens. And that, again, failed. And I was upset at first, mostly because, and I I mean, I don't feel bad saying this. The people who I try to go with, the Anthem Community Center, it was fucked up. It was fucked up from the beginning, man. I All I wanted to do was, I said, hey, how much does it cost to rent the outdoor, you know, these basketball courts? And they wouldn't give me an answer. And so later they said, hey, we're thinking about doing a men's league. We'll sponsor this event for you. Cool. Hell yeah. Excuse me. Cool. Hell yeah. Sounds awesome. Let's do it. And um, I was like, cool. Um, How do you want to do this? They're like, well, let's uh, like, let's, let's do a split. I'm like, all right. Sounds good. How about uh?" 5545, man, because I'm going to be bringing hella people here. And um, all I need is the courts. And they said no. They said 7030. Okay. That's that's unacceptable. Off rip. 70%. So here, here's what the deal was they wanted me to, to do 30%, to get 30% of the gate to run this tournament. And in return, what they would provide was the lighting and the basketballs. They also wanted me to start charging people $90 per team. I said somewhere in the 50s, they wanted 90 Okay. Which means that for every one person that shows up, or every one team, I should say, that shows up, they would do, they would get $63. Again, for lighting and basketballs. So I said no couple weeks later, thought about it. I was like, you know what, man? They're not making me buy in anything. Plus, it's better than to have a no event. I don't have to pay for anything. There's really not a ton of risk that I take on from this. 30% mejor que nada. That means, you know, better than nothing. Fuck it. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So I agreed to it, and I tried, I fought like hell, man. I'm like, well, can you guys give me shirts? Now I can't give you shirts. Hey, can you give me water bottles? Now I can't give you water bottles. Can you give me this? Now I can't give you, all right, whatever, fuck it, whatever. Finally start getting some people together, and um, they cancel it. So, okay, that, that, that's not 100% true. Let me rephrase that before I say something that's not true. Um, It took a while to actually, like, you know, uh, to negotiate the terms. And I had some people who verbally agreed to it. 
here's the thing about verbal agreements. They don't mean anything. Verbal agreement doesn't mean anything. Verbal agreement just means that, yeah, man, that sounds dope. I'll definitely do that, bro. Hit me up. Anybody who says, bro, hit me up is not going to fucking do that shit. All right. It's not happening. So, um, they don't get a ton of signups. I'm not getting a ton of people. I'm not making much traction. And he says, hey, one more week and then we'll shut it. If, if we don't have enough people, we'll shut it down. Fair. It's completely fair. And uh, after about three days, he shuts it down. Okay. Listen, man, I get it. You cut your losses, whatever. Now, before I say this, everyone who's listening, you're exactly right. I should have checked where they put the signups. You're completely correct. Didn't take that into consideration, but you live and you learn. So I uh, go and I'm trying to get people to help them sign up. And I'm kind of like, you know, rushing and doing a doing like a drive almost to get these cats to sign up. And I find that it's been buried in a corner of the website that people don't typically use. There's no banners out. There's no flyers up. I sent them the poster. No, nothing. And um, after it failed, I was pretty pissed off because Starving Artists is something I've really been dedicating. I've dedicated like seven years to this. And I don't want to give it up. And I'm f- I have finally been making headway recently just with, you know, a lot of stuff going on. But it, it, it did hurt for a little bit. And I was like, damn, man. Like, I really did a lot for this and it didn't work out. It fucking, it's disappointing, man. That, that really, really fucking sucks. And um, thought about it a little bit more. And it kind of hit me, man. Bets fail. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can lose a bet. And it's fine. It's okay to lose a bet. It's okay that shit didn't succeed. It's okay that it didn't work out. Because... And this is something else I've been working on that, you know, you can not like the messenger, but don't kill the message because you don't like the messenger. And, uh, Conor McGregor, UFC fighter, probably the biggest star of all time in MMA, which is kind of weird to say, cause <laughs> you know, but he, uh, he said something interesting a while back cause you know, he's not an undefeated fighter. It's very hard to be undefeated in mixed martial arts. And um, Connor's not undefeated. I think he's got like five losses or something like that. And he said something that's really kind of stuck with me. And he said, we don't lose. And I think his coach actually said this, to be honest. But, you know, Connor, Connor, you know, they're not really interviewing coaches the same way they're going to interview Connor. So, you know, Connor made it famous. But he said, we don't lose. And, I mean, as an MMA fan, you hear that shit all the time. Oh, I didn't lose today. You know, I it was an early stoppage, bro, or I didn't tap, bro, or whatever. You hear that shit all the time. And he's like, we didn't lose. You never lose. You either win or you learn. And that, like, you feel me? Like, really think about that. You never lose. You either win or you learn. 
And I think that's the thing about betting on yourself that I love so much is that like, number one, that success or failure all rides on you. I can be upset at Anthem for bearing this and not promoting it properly. Or I can say, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Or I can say, hey, listen, next time we do this, I need a certain amount. I need to have people already signed up. I need to have dates set. I need to have my own equipment prepared. I need to have a clientele who's prepared to come out. I need to have logistics ready. I need to check to see where the signups are going to be. I need to maintain control of my property or my intellectual property. Because I compromised a lot. And again, I shouldn't have compromised. I knew I shouldn't have, but I was like, listen, let's jump through a few hoops and then we'll see what happens. We're not doing that shit again. Because when you get to that point of that's the thing I'm most scared of with starving artists. And that's kind of why I didn't put my name on it. Uh, I just read an article about Virgil Abloh who like him not putting his name on his fashion brand off white. It's probably the best business decision he's ever made because he won't have to give up his name. Like, and I'm not sure if this is the case, but like imagine like Mark Jacobs or even like Gucci or like Louis Vuitton. Like they don't own those names anymore. You know, the name Gucci is owned by, I think they're owned by like some like Italian fashion brand. That's not Gucci. I think it's kind of like how like, like, you know how like Yum Brands owns like KFC? I think it's kind of like that. But I did compromise a lot and it pisses me off in retrospect, you know, because I, I never want to compromise in that way of this is a vision that I have and I let somebody and get, you know, interrupted. And that's kind of why I'm okay with losing a bet. You know, we've lost, I've lost bets before. I've lost, you know, you can't go undefeated in life. It's just like MMA. People rarely go undefeated in life. It happens. You got some guys and it's like, damn, motherfuckers got the Midas touch, man. Dude, don't miss. But, I mean, and I heard LP say this one time in an interview that he's a 20-year overnight celebrity. I remember hearing about LP in, like, 2005, man. Like, 2005, 2006. And uh, same with Killer Mike, man. The Whole World by Outkast is still my favorite Outkast song of all time. And that's when I first heard of Killer Mike. This was, you know, back when I was hanging out with Carl in uh, in Hawaii, you know, when I was in, like, probably sixth grade. And now I'm 27. You know, these two are together, and they're making some of the best hip-hop in years. And, um... It put me at a sense of peace, you know, to just be okay with losing a bet. You know, it, it happens. And I feel, I, and, and, I mean, I don't really have like a, a point per se or like a, no, you need to do this. I'm not fucking Father Bronx. But I do feel like there's something about being secure in your ability to learn 
that makes you more prone to taking that big risk. Because now I know that I'm not going inside unseen. You know, I, I'm, I've made a couple of bets like that, you know, when, you know, gambling, just like, fuck it, we'll see what happens. And like, that's not really the best way to do it. You know, you can't really just say, yeah, fuck it, we'll see what happens. That's not, it. you know, it, it, especially if you care, like it, it, it deserves more respect than that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's just kind of what I learned. And I mean, I'm a Pisces, so I'm probably going to hold a grudge about, about this for a while, but, um, I, I think that's really the big thing that I wanted to get across as far as for the kickback was, you know, because I have been struggling with, uh, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. Cause I mean, <laughs> we'll see how many people listen to this, but. I have been struggling with starving artists and I have been struggling with, you know, I have a pseudo music thing that I'm working on. That's, you know, kind of more poetry or spoken word at this point, but go find it. It's on Instagram. I gave you a hint earlier. Um, but I do, I do struggle with that. I do struggle with, damn man, I've been working on this for five years and nothing's really moved today. Am I a failure for this? You know, it's really, it's really, really difficult to, Especially me, man. I have such fucking like self-loathing and fucking like image self-image issues just with a bunch of shit. So, you know that that is something that I'm really really bad at. And um, just being able to be, like I said, being confident in your ability to learn and taking those big risks, man. I, I'm 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 borderline impetuous, man. Fuck spontaneous. I'm borderline impetuous. I'm there's a lot of shit that I'm like, yeah, man, fuck it, let's roll. Like like we rolling, let's do it. And um is that the best thing? Yeah, usually no. <laughs> but at the same time, if you can take healthy calculator risks and know what the plan is and execute the plan and you know, do everything that you need to do. Yeah, it does give you more freedom to for that spontaneity. But the thing is, and this is why I was telling a friend of mine, this experience, just learning, learning, learning. Don't dwell on it, but definitely learn from it as much as you can. You know what I mean? So, um, follow at Starving Artist Creative on everything. I've got so much I want to show you guys. I'm almost done with, you know, re- rebuilding the website, and I've got some... I've got some hitters, man. I got some people that are ready to come out here smoking as far as, you know, as far as uh, the website goes. And I might, I think I have a surprise for you guys too coming up. So starvingartistcreative.com, um, starving artist creative on Instagram, starving with a one artist on Twitter. Um, I want to get back into, into visuals like YouTube and and Twitch and stuff like that. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll figure that one out. Maybe you guys can help me. But yeah, thank you for uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for your support. You know, I, I know that there's not a huge base of people out there, but like I, I respect the hell out of y'all anyway for you know still coming through and listening. You know, whenever I put these out, so appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Um, I think that's gonna be it, man. Peace. <laughs>